I've been a hunting these woods since I was seven years old. This shotgun was my granddad's, now it's mine to hold. I ain't never hurt no one except a turkey each year. And come Sunday morning, I'll be bending God's ear. Guns howdy, howdy, everybody. Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode, what are we at, 653? Yeah. Of SCI's Lone Star Outdoors show presented by Mossberg Firearms. It is great to be here with you. Hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, we did, got to spend time with family and friends. And last week, Henry and I spent four days out at the uh, West Texas Deer Lease, the one that we don't have a camper, and it was cold. So we were tenting it, and uh, we did run electricity in so we could at least get a blow-up mattress for our for our sleeping bags and um i bought one of those mr buddy heaters that runs on propane that thing is a game changer for the tent and the deer blind let me tell you uh but the little man and i'm so thankful for him truly because he did not complain one time um i mean we had hand warmers foot warmers layered up to the nines and he didn't complain. The only time that he complained, we took Jojo with us. Uh, we do have a duck lake on the on the new place, and uh, we took her on her first duck hunt. The only time he complained was when birds weren't flying around. It like it's like ten a.m. and we've got three or four ducks, and he's like, "I'm bored." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, dude, go explore. Just go go be a boy. Go get your new waders dirty." Um, but yeah, he got some new his first pair of waders, which he was super stoked about. But um, we sat in the big chingone a couple times with no luck, uh, trying to get him a nice eight point. We're allowed a, a trophy and a, and a management. And on this place, an eight point is considered the, the management buck. It doesn't matter how big. There's like a 148 point out there that I've got my eye on. If he steps out, I'd shoot that as my trophy. But plenty of mature eight points. Um, didn't see one the, uh, the first few sits. And we didn't get discouraged. We put up a pop-up at a different place and... Lo and behold, Sunday or what, no, it was Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, um, a mature eight point walked out, literally fifteen yards in front of our pop up, on his way to check out a doe at the feeder. And I look over, and Henry's he's sound asleep. So I wait till the buck's about forty yards away, and I nudge him. You gotta wake him up. He's like, "Oh my gosh, Dad!" I was like, "Yeah, buddy, that's for you." And it seemed like an eternity before. The deer would turn broadside and one shot with a 243, boom, down goes Frazier. I was so excited, so proud, so happy for him uh, that he stuck it out in, you know, below freezing temperatures for four days without whining. Um, it was pretty, pretty special father-son moment, his second buck. Um, but yeah, pretty cool stuff. So that's what I'm thankful for uh, this week among, oh, obviously, tons of other stuff to be thankful for. We live in the greatest country in the world still to this day, even though there's plenty of folks out there trying to ruin it, um, but we'll keep fighting that good fight. This is going to be a, uh, a little different approach since it is the Thanksgiving holiday. We're going to roll commercial free. I thought about just not doing a show, but uh, now nah, we're just going to make it easy on everybody. And uh, thank you to all of our sponsors. Obviously, we will be back uh, with our normal format next week. But I figured, uh, hey, 
let's get something out there for y'all to enjoy over the holiday weekend. Uh, so we've got singer-songwriter, rodeo man, Wynn Williams, joining us in studio. Excited to have Wynn here. I'm a big fan of his music. So we'll talk some hunting, maybe some uh, bucks, and definitely hear some great new tunes with uh, with one of the guys that I think is a real up-and-comer on the country music scene. So that's what we're doing today. Without further ado, uh, let's get things rolling. Joining us now in studio, it's my pleasure to welcome Wynn Williams. Good to be here, brother. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. My pleasure. So I'm going to kick you in the balls off the bat. Perfect. You didn't bring your guitar. I'm used to having you, my balls kicked in, man. You're the second musician who's shown up for an interview where I'm like, hey, let's promote your music, and you didn't bring your guitar. The other being Curtis Grimes, and he was so hungover that I think he's grown up a little bit since then. He's like, <laughs> he's like a dad and stuff now. Yeah, but This yeah. was like 10 years ago, and uh, he's like, yeah, man, we were partying last night, and I left my guitar. I was like, okay. So I called my friend Mark David Manders because I'm not a musician. I don't have a guitar. And Mark lived close by, and I said, Mark, can I come get your guitar? So he ended up using, <laughs> That's he awesome. ended up using Mark's guitar. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, I don't know. Uh, but, I'm an idiot. I, no, did, no, no. I don't know why I didn't I bring my guitar. It, to be fair, I didn't tell you to bring it, and you guys were setting up for sound check, I know, over at Hank's. Uh, so they're not kicking. We're, we're done with that part of the uh, interview. <laughs> but I want to get to know you, man, because I'm a big fan of your music. Uh, Tornado was probably the first song that I ever sure. heard of yours. Uh, I still love that song. It's Thank a, you. It's this really a wonderful story. Thank you very much. And, and I'm going to play that, um, give give everyone a chance to hear the whole song here um, while we're talking. But let's get to know you. You're from Weatherford. Yeah, I grew up in Weatherford, Texas uh-huh. uh, all my life. And I, I was a sports kid. Oh, I yeah. played sports. I played football and baseball. And um, Me too. You, you know, interestingly enough, it's like, I, I, I played all those sports, and then in high school, I went from football and baseball to rodeo. Uh-huh. So I didn't have a whole lot of time to do, you know, hunting and fishing. Yeah. And so I really didn't start doing a bunch of the outdoor stuff until, you know, I was like a senior in high school and then into my college years. Right. And then now I've, like, started to get into it more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate you having me, yeah, you know, man. on the podcast to, yeah, absolutely. to you know... Um, Talk about my inexperience, and <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, I probably have more questions uh, than you will. I mean, we today. had, uh, like I was telling you before we started, we had the Bowling for Soup frontman uh, in here a couple weeks ago, and he just put out his first country record and is fully immersed in it, and has gone from playing big shows, as, you know, selling out large venues to now he's in a van opening for John oh, yeah. Wolf, but. I, the dude has more tattoos. Like the his whole body is covered in tattoos. <laughs> And he told me stories about why he wasn't a hunter because his gotcha. older brother, when he would go to deer camp, the dads would all sit around and drink. And so basically his older brother was babysitting him mm. and they would just say, hey, shoot that thing. And he, and he shot it and it was a freaking, it was a barn owl. And his brother was like, you just shot an endangered owl species. Oh boy. And this is like, you're telling a 10 year old kid, this is the first thing he's ever shot. And he's just mortified and, and another Scarred time, they, they let the deer blind be the babysitter because now they were older. His brother was older, and him and his friends were 16, 17. They just wanted to drink beer. And so they said, you stay in this deer blind until we come get you. Don't get out. 
we ended up crapping his pants because he was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. So no, that, how did, that's a story right yeah, there. How to turn someone into <laughs> a non-hunter uh, very quickly? That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. So okay, so you you started getting into the outdoors high schoolish. Yeah. When did you start playing music? So I I played music. Uh, I started in high school. I started learning how to play guitar in high school, mm-hmm. and I was actually in choir in high school. All four years of of, of high school, I was in choir. There's not a lot of jocks in choir, just FYI. Hey, man, Weatherford was an interesting place because you could do both. Is that where all the chicks were? Uh, Heck, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, like, I did uh, my wife dogs on me all the time. She's like, he was a theater boy. I did one play, all right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I had a blast. Yeah. Um, But uh, but I always sang, and my whole family sings. Yeah. I sing too, just not well. <laughs> in the shower, uh, in the truck, uh, in there the we truck, go. everywhere. Just yeah. Um, but but yeah. So I I pretty much sang my whole life, and then I started to learn how to play guitar actually at rodeos. I mean, we would go and we'd sit around at the trailer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go hundreds of miles for. I was a steer wrestler, so you know, if you're not throwing those steers in four or five seconds, you're out of the money. So right. you drive these hundreds of miles for five seconds of fame, you know, or mm-hmm. less. And uh, and you have a lot of downtime. So what is the Chris Ledoux song? Hooked on an eight second ride or something? Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Rodeo Cowboy, uh, which you should check out. Chancey Williams, by the way, Chancey, if you haven't already, okay. he's a Wyoming cowboy. Mm. Uh, plays music. He's great. Um, but uh, I, I started playing in high school, and then you know played around town like a little bit, singing here and there, and then I started to do some like. Uh, Opry shows like showcases. Mm-hmm. I did like the Grapevine Opry, and then a couple more here and there. Arlington Music Hall, uh, which w- used to be the Johnny High Music Review. Okay. And um, after that, in college, I, I transferred to Texas A and M, and I studied there. Um, and then I stopped rodeoing while I was at A and M. And then my senior year of college, in College Station, is whenever I like really started to pursue it if you will um i had internships and i you know had day jobs and all that kind of stuff but i absolutely despised you know sitting at a desk all day um so i started playing around and i got got started at this place called the tap in college station and you know i'd I'd go down to houston and play a show and then i'd go out to you know go out to austin or like round rock area and play a show and then it, it got regular so that I didn't have to have a day job. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, go play the show for three hours and make a couple hundred bucks and pay my rent. Yeah. And then uh, I guess it was 2018 that I started to put together some full band dates. And that's kind of whenever it all kicked off for me in terms of the touring aspect. And I guess, quote unquote, playing music professionally um, was 2018. I got a band together and our first two shows were matter of fact, uh, Hurricane Harry's in College Station, which is a big deal right? for us at the time, you know, Hurricane Harry's, you know, we're yeah. playing it um, with Mike Ryan. We had, we had two shows with Mike Ryan the first weekend. It was Hurricane Harry's in College Station and Twisted J in Stephenville. And uh, at that point in time, I was like, all right, if we're going to do this, let's, let's go all in. Mm-hmm. And um, t- we finished out the year, that was in September, finished out the year pretty dang strong in 2018. And then in 2019, I think we played something like 130 shows between full band and acoustic stuff. And then of course, 2020 was a massive a kick wash. in the balls. Right. 
um, not just to me, but for everybody. Yeah. Um, You're getting momentum, and it's like, yeah, oh, let's and, just and throw we it in just, reverse. We had just released our full-length record right. that had Tornado on it uh-huh. and, and a few other songs that had been successful for us. And then, you know, two months later, nobody's playing shows, mm-hmm. and nobody's doing anything. And it was pretty devastating and, and very... Um, you know, it was discouraging and disheartening and it was hard to, it was hard to overcome that, but we did mm-hmm. push through it. And, um, you know, we had a lot of great people that would hire us for private events and, you know, there were some clubs and bars that were open and venues that would, you know, have shows outdoor, not uh, Hanks, not Hanks, 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 uh, he was pretty adamant about not opening up until he could be at full capacity. Wow. My buddy Zane Williams, uh, a long time friend of mine, he, he came and he, he talks to him, I guess, the owner. And, oh, okay. And he said that he just spent all of COVID just on his bass boat fishing by himself and said, screw them. Wow. When they let me open to full capacity, we'll become operational again. Yeah. Until then, middle finger for all of you. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's great that he had the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's so sad is that, you know, so many people didn't have the ability to oh, do yeah. that, you know, and, and every, people had their life savings tied up in their venues or I mean, every business across the board suffered from that so significantly, and it's it's such a sad thing to think about in retrospect. You know, it's like, man, why did we <laughs> why did right. we do that? Well, and I think there's it's a cautionary tale too of let's sure. not repeat this. Oh yeah, but there are people out there that would jump for the chance to lock us all down again and control you, us. You and, are speaking facts, yeah, right so, now. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything shut down 2020 and then, so we got through that year and then 2021 was slightly better. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2022 has been pretty, pretty darn good. Um, and I, I, I really feel good about next year. We've got a bunch of music coming out. Um, we're picking up some shows already, uh, into 2023. We're already booking into the summer mm-hmm. of, of next year, which is great. So I'm really excited. I, th- I think we have a lot to look forward to. Just in general, you know, everybody. So you, know, you, you released back to regular life. Two singles in, in 2021. Yeah, in yeah. 2021. In 2021. Well, why did Spotify tell me that they're in 2022? Though? Okay, so I did release two singles in 2022. So I, I love her for leaving and like well, the wind. That's right. Okay. That, those two came out this year. Mm-hmm. And we would have released more, but we got slowed down by the music machine. Right. Um, and then two singles like pressure in to put out a record or what? No, just, you know, just administrative stuff uh-huh. behind the scenes that, you know, you're talking numbers, you're talking partners right. that are, that are helping you put out your music and helping you advertise and market. And, and unfortunately it's, it's, you know, time consuming mm-hmm. and it's kind of discouraging in its own right, because you just want to, you know, you want to be creative and you want to put out stuff that people, you know, you hope people will like. And, um, you know, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't always happen that quickly. Uh, I'm still an independent artist, but we do have a partner that we just signed with recently called one RPM and, um, and they're a distributor, meaning they help me get my stuff on Spotify and, and right. Amazon and all the, all the platforms, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they're supposed to be helping with some marketing stuff too. So, uh, that's a brand new partnership that we just started. So, uh, looking forward to again next year with all this new music that we have coming out, them, them starting to help us put those pieces together so we can get it to the masses, if you will. Right, right on. Well, let's do this. Um, because I'm a big fan of tornado. Let's play it. I love the story. Let's give that one a spin. Cool. 
My name's not important, but they call me Tornado. I was raised on a beaten down ranch outside of Laredo. Many tried to break me, but I would never be broke. Left them nursing their pride. Their heads hanging low. I got sideways with some cowboy in a short ride in Casper. He was strong, he was stout. There ain't no doubt, but I was faster. Yeah, I've been under the lights on a few Saturdays. Tell you the truth, that's when I shine. I've been on the road for so long. I've thrown every cowboy to try to hold on. All the money and the buckles turned my glory day. Tornado Five time horse of the year I had a good run The years and the fame flew by like yesterday, son Every man used to fear me When he drew my name Those days are long gone They faded away
awesome man love that tune like i said um and, and i was telling another artist we had in here recently a lot of the up-and-coming guys i'll just put it on like mm, reckless kelly spotify or jason bolin spotify and then they they mix in younger artists that probably don't have the skins on the wall but that's yeah. how i find a lot of you guys right um and, and our you know show still airs on a bunch of great stations throughout texas but where i'm finding most of the, my stuff is just in those mix, spotify mixes yeah and that's where i found you and found tornado yeah and it's fell been, in love with that know, song and i know jack crap about <laughs> horseback riding and rodeoing but i just love the story um and my uh my horseback riding experiences i pay to ride a horse into the mountains on an elk hunt and halfway through my back hurts so bad that I get off and I, I walk the <laughs> horse that walking. I paid to ride. That's yeah, funny. That's what I do. That sounds actually like a blast. I've that that'd be amazing. A good yeah. experience. And then um, when you shoot an elk, it's really great because then they get to oh yeah pack it out for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Help you pack it out anyway. Yeah. Perfect. But, uh, but that's my my horseback uh, experience. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I rode horses as a kid. Everyone did, right? We did camping and Indian guides, and I don't think you can call it Indian guides anymore. I think that's piece not not politically correct. Now it's like sure. just called guides. <laughs> it's through the YMCA, but in oh, the okay. day, it was Indian guides, and you had your own tribe. We were the Sioux tribe, okay, and all the other kids, mostly white kids, all were Indian tribe as yep. well. Uh, wow. But yeah, that's uh, I guess that's frowned upon in 2022. So, I mean, <laughs> well, the, the if, Cleveland know. Indians just changed their name to the Guardians. Well, so. man, if girls can be in Boy Scouts, then right, you know, right. Where, where have we gotten into? <laughs> exactly. You know? uh, this is a lot later. Most of, most of the time, we record like middle of the day okay. or whatever. So, I'm I've got a I've got a bourbon here, a little Russell's Reserve. Yeah, man, a little yeah. shout out. What is your uh, what, what do you like to drink? So, I like I like beer. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, just up at the venue after load in, I had a, a revolver blood and honey. Uh -huh. Um, but if I'm drinking whiskey, it's typically going to be like a Jameson. Uh -huh. Um, but so you're uh, more of the Irish whiskey guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's just smooth to me. Mm -hmm. Um, well, you should I check, mean, have you, you know, you're younger than me and your balls will drop eventually. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll go to Kentucky bourbon. Have you, uh, have you ever had, um, Garrison brothers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's not bad. Now that's pretty good. Yeah. For Texas. I still say sure. Kentucky. Kentucky's the one. Huh? Kentucky is the, the high end of the spectrum. Okay. And there are good Texas bourbons. Yeah. But Kentucky has just been doing it for so long. Yeah. Like mm, stuff to beat. Do you like tequila? I like tequila. Okay. I do. What kind of tequila do you drink? Oh, uh, man. Um, like for what, when we're making ranch waters, we the wife and I just do El Jimador. El Jimador. Yeah. Okay. So, But there's some other good ones. Uh, Coralejo is one that's not bad. It's the tall, mm -hmm. skinny bottle. And then there's one that we... I wish I could remember the name. It's in a blue and white, like, checkered thing. Um, dang it. I should know the answer to this. Is it patterned? Is it like the fancy... It looks like a genie lamp? Yes, and it's way more expensive than I yeah, should yeah. ever spend it's on a bottle like, of liquor. It's called like Azul yes. something. Yeah. You see that all the time at the bars. Yeah, that one's like, good. That one's like a good sipping one. Okay. Do, do you like to mix drinks or do you like to sip on it? I like both. Okay. I'll, I'll sit and drink, you know, some tequila on the rocks. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. And I... Well, I, a good one is nice. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I, I wouldn't like, be putting uh, El Jimador on the rocks and be like, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, The Rock? He's... 
Dwayne Johnson. He's got oh, the... Oh, um, uh, Tramana. Terramana. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Have yeah. you had it yet? I haven't. All right, you got to try it. But I see him hawking it all the time. It's... Uh, Gosh, but if it, it? Hey, if drinking that tequila gives me that big of muscles, I'm in. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Uh, Cody Go, George Strait's whiskey or uh, tequila. One. No, pretty darn good. All these celebrities are making a mint and tequila. I got in the wrong business. Everybody's, I'm not a celebrity, yeah. but like, uh, oh, George Clooney sold his. I forget which one it was, but like hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> like he needed the money. It's crazy, right? Yeah, Actually, seems like the George Strait one. Yes, I, I have I uh, a buddy of mine invited us to come hunt Axis Deer at his ranch. Really? And so my friend and I that were going to visit him, um, college friends, we got him a bottle of the George Strait. Mm. And it was like in Podunk ass, small town Texas at the <laughs> liquor store. And we were like, What's the nicest bottle of tequila you have? And they were like, This is George Strait's tequila. It's pretty good. I was like, damn, for 120 bucks, it better be awesome. <laughs> My buddy will love it. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't know it was $120. It wasn't cheap. Clearly, I've never bought yeah. <laughs> the Cody. <laughs> <laughs> what are the perks of being in the music business? That's right, right? man. Just yeah. put it on your rider. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay, so hunting and fishing. You said you got into it later in life. So did I. You know, I, well, I grew up fishing. My dad, okay. uh, avid bass fisherman. Gotcha. And I grew up camping, like I said, Indian guides. I mean, we spent a lot of time in the outdoors, but because of sports, the weekends were all about sports. So I got a dog with a girlfriend in college, and she left, and Maverick stayed, and my buddies were like, we're going duck hunting. And the dog just, he fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. And so uh, never looked back, and that's over 20 years ago. Um, what about you? How did you get your start? What was the first thing that you went hunting for? Uh, whitetail. Uh, I went with my buddy that I rodeoed with in, in mm-hmm. high school. His name was Colton. And uh, we would just go out, and and he, he liked to bow hunt. So I got a bow and, yeah. you know, started started shooting the bow. So you and, started uh, bow hunting before you ever shot anything with a rifle? I think so. Oh. I, I, I think so. That's cool. Because uh, I didn't even shoot my first deer until I was in college. Yeah. I mean, I must have been a sophomore in college, oh. and, I, and I shot a little eight-point down in Sonora, Texas. Nice. On a low-fence you know, lease that we had. And, uh-huh. um, that was my first and only deer that I've ever shot. Um, but I'm excited because we're going down to the lease. My wife and I, my wife mm-hmm. loves to hunt awesome. and she loves to fish. Um, but with our schedules, you know, she's got a day job during the week and nine to five. And then I've got That's I'm, the curse of the music. Business. It is man. Because you know, I'm sure you Thursday, through, Thursday through Sunday, I'm mm-hmm. on the road. Yeah. Um, and and I've been invited to a couple different things, and you know I'd love to go down there and do it. My wife and I both have been invited. Yeah. And uh, matter of fact, there was a gentleman that invited us down to shoot axis on their high fence place that has way too many axes. <laughs> oh. Like we got to get down there. Um, oh, axis is so good. As you can tell, I I, got, I like axis here a lot. Just look around. Yeah, man, this room here. is actually pretty impressive. There's a lot of. Uh, well, this is so. This is here. the studio, and. Uh, what happened was my wife and I have a great relationship, but when we were looking for a new house because we overshot our our children, mm. but we had the you you met the girls, yep. identical twins. And and my son is nine, he's okay. not here. Uh but we had a three bedroom house and we were like, We're running out of room here. <laughs> and so Jojo, hey, get in your bed. Jojo's trying to get a little loving yeah, over she here. She is. Um so 
we were looking for a new house and you know had a strict budget how much we can spend but the you know the one thing that i wanted was a trophy room yeah and we she showed me this house that we're in right now and i was like there is no trophy there's no there's no media room i was like well we can use a media room as a trophy room there was nothing i was like what why are you showing me this house and we got in a huge <laughs> fight and I was like, usually we don't go to bed angry. And I went to the bar. Oh man. Yeah. And we and, and we have three kids. And you know, this was this was not a normal thing for our and she just let me go. Normally she's like, <laughs> You're being a jerk. Just come back in here. We'll oh, talk through. She was like, Fine, see you later. How long were you in the doghouse for that one? Uh not not that long because the next day we made an offer on this house. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I need I need yeah. you back. <laughs> yeah, so what we decided was, and I'll show you when we're done, is so uh there was like a, a sitting area and we just walled that off and made okay. a trophy room. Nice. So really I got this room and I got a trophy room. So this is like this doesn't even put a candle to the trophy. No, room. this is just this is just the studio. Yeah. So we got for those I feel of like y'all I won. on the video over here. We got a we got a black black bear. We've got two axis. What five white tail, six yeah. white tail. I mean, we got plenty in we here. Got a, we got a Canadian lynx right here. Yeah. Yeah. And a ferret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pine Martin, but same family. Okay. It's All a right. weasel, right? Who's <laughs> you know splitting hairs at this point. Um, okay, so you shot a whitetail. I shot a whitetail whenever I was probably a sophomore in, in college, uh-huh. maybe a junior. I can't remember. And then, um, so we're actually going down to the lease after Thanksgiving nice. uh, this year, which will be my second time at their family lease mm-hmm. um, down in, in South Texas. So pumped about that. And your, then your um, wife's family's place. Correct. Where in South Texas? Uh, they this just is moved because there's a lot of big. It used to be in, in El Texas. Dorado, uh-huh. but cool. now it's. Uh, now I think I think it's further south than El Dorado well, that's not a bad now. Thing. So a low fence place. South I think Texas it's brush country, a few thousand acres, produces some big big deer. Mm-hmm. Actually, that deer right there, that ten point, uh, that deer used to be in our old house um, where the fight occurred. Uh, he used to be <laughs> over the mantle. And that was the only animal that I was allowed to have mm. outside of the recording studio. Gotcha. And the way that I got him there, because there was no animals outside. That ship sailed a long time ago. We married almost <laughs> 15 years. But uh, I said, she was like, I want to have a kid now. And I was like, I don't know if I'm ready. She was like, uh, you know, the clock's ticking. You know, we're going to have a kid. I was like, all right, you let me put my biggest ear above the mantle in the living room. We'll have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So Wyatt. Your cheap date. <laughs> Wyatt used to be in the living room. And then we, we moved here and. I got. I did get the trophy room and the studio, and so she said, "Okay, no more animals in the living room." I said, "Fine, deal. Yeah, it's fine." Uh, but yeah, um, that's funny. So yeah, South Texas yeah. has a lot of nice deer, though. Yeah, I'm so. excited. She has shot. Our, so you, you married up. I actually have kind of the same situation mm-hmm. because whenever we bought our house in 2019, um, and do you still live in Weatherford? Where do y'all live? We we live actually in Fort Worth now. Okay. Um, we bought a house in 2019 and she had all these deer and I was like, what are we going to do with all these? You know, we could put one in the living room. We could put one in her bedroom. We could put one in her office. And she's like, no, I want them all in one place. Mm. So they're in our office. So we have like seven deer on and and our house. Is, killer. Our, our house is tiny. I mean, it's 
under 1200 square feet. Yeah. <laughs> so just imagine, you know, a room probably this size with not, not quite as many trophies, but, uh, but we're, we're working on it. Yeah. But she, awesome. she loves, she brought your wife to the center. I know we'd talk about, she's killed some deer. Yeah, she has. And she <laughs> bow hunts too. Really? Um, yeah, mm. she, she has actually shot, I think two or three of the deer on her wall with, with a bow and they're nice. I mean, they're, yeah. you know, they're nice deer Yeah, like that. So, so she's um, legit. Oh, she's, she's great. When she's not on her phone in the tree stand, yeah, she's, uh, she's pretty deadly. Right on, right on. <laughs> but we also went to this past weekend, we went to Gaston's, uh, White River Resort mm-hmm. up in uh, Arkansas. Have you ever been up there? No. You got to go. So you went fishing? Trout fishing. Okay. So my dad fishes River. a tournament on the White River in Arkansas Okay, every February with gotcha. his buddies. They've been doing it for a long time. Um, so I have not been. It's mostly guys in their 60s, but uh, but he has sent me pictures of some of the trout that they've caught. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a lot bigger... They're a lot bigger than the ones I'm used to catching in like a mountain stream with a fly rod. Right. It's right. like big ass trout. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the White River has big. browns and rainbows. They have browns, rainbow, rainbows, brook trout, which uh-huh. is kind of a rare species. Mm. A tiger trout, which is also a rare species. I'll show you some pictures. Yeah. Um, I think the tiger trout's like a hybrid. Like they, I don't think that's like a naturally occurring species in nature. I, I, I don't think wrong, it is either. I, I think, think it's something right. they've manipulated. But, but it, it awesome. actually doesn't even look like a tiger. It looks like a like a cheetah or a mm-hmm. leopard. The right. way that it's the way that it's, they I guess they don't have scales. Do they have scales? Trout? Yeah, they have scales. They're just pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful fish, and she caught one last year. This year she caught a brook trout. Um, but you know they have limits and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. and, you know how big they can be. So did you catch any good ones? We caught. So we caught our limit of of rainbow trout. Um, I don't know what the specific requirements are on the browns but they have to be pretty big right like i want to say they have to be like 15 inches or Mm. bigger for you to keep them um but our guide was telling us all about you know all these massive fish that he's caught out there and Mm -hmm. the the week before he had somebody catch a 30 pound brown trout good lord which is insane to think about um but yeah man we, we caught our limit um we had four boats and each boat or each person gets five, uh, five rainbows, and we had twelve people, I think. So, you know, we caught almost sixty fish um, between all of us. So and, we're eating and well. We, we fried up some fish and some onion rings and uh-huh. ate great. And then I took some of the fish home, so we'll cook that up later. Nice, nice. Have you ever made it down to the Texas coast for any saltwater fishing? Um, I have not fished off of the coast i don't think that's totally totally well that's a that's a trout from the texas coast right there okay yeah sea trout yeah mm-hmm. well we just in texas we just call them specks specks speckled it's short for speckled, speckled trout even though they're you. called the spotted sea trout but we just call them specks okay yeah all right mm-hmm. so as you you know a lot of the guys in this scene have their own like roger Kreger has his own boat hey jojo <laughs> Stop being a little attention whore and get in your bed. Jojo. Sorry. Um So Krager has his own boat. He's got an offshore boat. They're always catching red snapper and That's tuna cool. and everything. Yeah. They're, you need to get down to the coast, Port Aransas area oh, yeah. and yeah. redfish and trout. Man, it's on the a, uh it's on the bucket list for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. I'd actually love to go fishing down in uh in Mexico too. I oh, think yeah. that'd be awesome. I always see like 
you know, Craig and Fowler and all those guys, they go down there for that festival that they put on in the summertime and mm-hmm. everybody's always out on boats, you know, fishing for, I guess, tuna or it's not tuna, is it? It's a, uh, no, there's definitely, mahi? there's, there's uh blackfin tuna down there. Mahi, 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 yeah. mahi. that's yes. what they're, yeah. Kind of the pretty green fish. My wife and I went to the Dominican Republic for our 10 year anniversary and they, uh, we, we did a chartered, you know, uh, fishing trip and there was probably, there was like five or six other people from various parts of the United States on the boat and half of them were throwing up, including my <laughs> wife. She's puking and, uh, and the seas were a little rough and they yep. were like, well, we can go in if everyone agrees. And I was like, I haven't caught a fish yet. We're not going in. Yeah. Y'all can keep throwing up. I don't care. <laughs> you know? And my wife's like, she's already caught a fish. Okay. She caught a barracuda. And they were basically just trying to get everyone to catch one thing. Yeah. So that we could all go in. Yeah. And I was like, no. Y'all can just, I don't care. Throw up all you want. I'm catching a fish. And when that happens, we can go back. You should have just let awesome. me catch the first one. And then we could have, you know. Now that you say that, I've actually been fishing in Mexico on this little bitty crappy boat. We paid $200. The song Down in Mexico that I put out in uh-huh. 2021, that's what that's about. Oh, right. Uh, we paid 200 bucks to this dude. <laughs> and, you know, he was probably trying to sell us some drugs on the beach or something. And we were like, hey, we want to go fishing. And uh, he was like, okay, 200 bucks. I bet there was a lot of seeds in those drugs. Probably so. <laughs> so I've heard. I don't. I've heard <laughs> dirt weed has seeds, and I don't know. I've never seen it personally. Not since I was nineteen. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so uh, we we told him like, okay, two hundred bucks and a case of beer, uh-huh. um, and 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 we'll go fishing. So he was like, okay, six a.m. So we show up, and sure enough, here comes this little boat, you know, dinging along on the on the coast, and he pulls up and. You know, it's it's two guys, and we don't know these guys. I mean, they could have taken us wherever and cut our heads off, and we would have been, right. you know. Oh, yeah. But uh, we went down the coast probably, I don't know, eight or ten miles and caught a couple barracuda, and then they let us jump in the water and snorkel around a bit. And, um, and yeah, man, we actually had a lot of fun. So now that I think about it, I can't believe I forgot about that. But uh, well, I, take, I have well, technically been. Since we're, that ties into what we're talking about, let's uh, take a listen to Down in Mexico. All right. My senior year, I was stuck behind a desk, it was pretty clear I was missing out on the fun with all of my friends well, They were at the pool, I was making change Working 30 hour weeks down at the bank Well that ain't what I had in mind, so hell I quit With those buddies of mine, I hit the road And we wound up down in Mexico it was, hey, senorita, let me get a margarita Double on up with a shot of tequila Wanna kill a little time while the tide touches my toes I wanna dance in the sand while I can still stand Sing right along with a mariachi band Kick it on back and just let the good times flow Down in Mexico Well, we 
had a couple hundred bucks to spend on a boat and some beer and away we went out across the water trying to catch a fish or two we had some pretty good luck a few miles south but that afternoon sun was beating down by the time we got back we were red as the sky was blue Best cure for sunburn, I've been told To dive into something cold Or it was, hey, senorita, let me get a margarita Double on up with a shot of tequila Wanna kill a little time while the tide touches my toes I wanna dance in the sand while I can still stand Sing right along with a mariachi band Kick it on back and just let the good times flow Down in Mexico Into that short week We had a lot of fun Didn't get much sleep That's just the way it goes Down in Mexico Where it's hay, senorita Let me get a margarita Double on up with a shot of tequila Wanna kill a little time While the tide touches my toes I wanna dance in the sand While I can still stand Sing right along with the mariachi band Kick it on just let the good times flow down in Mexico. Awesome, man. I love the tie in there, too. Uh, and the fact that you actually caught fish, you know, for a couple hundred bucks and a case of beer, uh, that's not a bad deal. That's pretty good, I feel like, to go fishing off the coast of, you know, Cancun, Playa yeah, Carmen. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So what would you say is on your bucket list as far as, as hunting goes? I think it'd be amazing to go on an elk hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to do that in my life. With your bow? Or rifle or probably just, rifle because uh-huh. I I haven't shot my bow in I mean years. Mm-hmm. And um I I think I'd be my I think my biggest fear would be, you know, going out there and injuring an elk. And mm-hmm. then we were talking to somebody who's had has experience with that. So you know it I, sucks. And not that you can't do that with a rifle, but I feel like my my chances of success and, you know, being a responsible hunter mm-hmm. would be uh to take a rifle out there, but I'd love to go on an elk hunt and I would, I would love to go hunting in Alaska, mm-hmm. but I know that that's really hard to do oh, yeah. uh, if you're not a resident. So you're right about that. It's very expensive to do mm. if you're not a resident. Yeah. Uh, there, there are some hunts like if you could do a DIY caribou, there are things you could do for under five grand, but still five grand is a lot of money. It's a lot of money, man. Yeah. So, and my wife and I, we want to travel big time. Like mm-hmm. we want to go to New Zealand and, Australia and of course Europe. Like we don't have we don't have kids kids yet, mm-hmm. so we're trying to knock a bunch of this stuff off before we start having kids. Yeah, you know, so that we can go out and and enjoy ourselves. But uh, I know that New Zealand has red stag. Red stag. Funny story. Tar. They've got a lot of stuff. What is tar? Tar is so they have uh, they have red stag, they have tar, and then they have uh, chamois. Okay. I, I think need to do some research. That, right? But uh, tar is like got the 
big furry coat. Like the horns are not like super impressive, but okay. but the animals live in harsh terrain, top of the mountains. You yep. know, like kind of where our our big horn live. Okay, uh, so they're like bighorn sheep. These tar are. Their horns are not like impressive. Like, I okay. think a big horn sheep, like, gotcha. Those are impressive horns. Uh, I tar, think I know what you're talking about. Tar, like, think of like a mountain goat. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I, I think I, yeah. I'm picturing it in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about red stag, the lease that my wife's family used to be on recently, uh, they just changed. Uh, it was next to a high fence place. When it rains, good things happen. And a red stag got out. <laughs> And it just so happened that my wife and I were not at the lease that weekend, uh, but uh, our stepbrother, if you will, um, in-law, he was at my wife's stand with her dad, and they saw this red stag, and they shot it. Good. <laughs> Good. Once they it's out of a high it. fence, it belongs to nobody. But it was at my wife's stand, uh. <laughs> so she was... You know, she was not too happy about that, but, uh, but well, yeah, they, they got per- a red stag. Did they have permission to be there? I, I think it's, it's a, I think it's a free for all down right. there. You know, yeah. yeah, just just go where the where the fish are biting. Well, what will. a what an opportunity though. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna say, oh look, a red stag. I'm gonna pass that up. Right. No. Right. That's uh, 600 pounds of delicious meat mm-hmm. and probably a nice trophy too. So, um, okay, I'm gonna let you pick a song. Because we've uh, all right, we've played two that I chose, and uh, it's your music. So tell me what <laughs> tell me what you want. Do you want to play a new single? Do you want to yeah, s- man. play something off of? Okay, let's what do, you, do, what do, you uh, do? Let's do a new single. It's our current single, if you will. Mm-hmm. Came out in uh, gosh, when did it come out? August, I believe. Yeah, we put it out, and uh, my wife and I shot a music video for it. It's my second music video. It's on YouTube. Uh, go, it's on my website as well, winwilliamsmusic um, I guess you'll probably post all those links yeah, and everything. Yeah. So, uh, music videos out for this one and, uh, you can find it anywhere you listen to music. It's called, I love her for leaving. All right. Perfect. Let's give that one a listen. the ground she walks on try to put her name to shame go on and on about all the things that I'd like to say like I wish I'd never met her never ever held her close wish I'd never let her steal my heart or let it go yeah there was a time that crossed my mind that midnight rain falling while your dress falls to the floor Makes me want to call her up, tell her what I'm thankful for Your breath across my body and your kiss upon my lips Always rocks my world in a way she never did Yeah, I guess she had her reasons Oh, and I just can't fight this feeling I love her for leaving The night you found me I was reeling from the past Searching for salvation At the bottom of a glass And 
I swore I'd never do it Take another chance on love Girl, you brought me through it Like an angel from above That midnight rain falling While your dress falls to the floor Makes me wanna call her up Tell her what I'm thankful for Your breath across my body And your kiss upon my lips Always rocks my world In a way she never did Yeah Yes, she had her reasons Oh, and I just can't fight this feeling I love her for leaving Yeah Nothing less Cause that midnight rain falling While your dress falls to the floor Makes me wanna call her up Tell her what I'm thankful for Your breath across my body And your kiss upon my lips Always rocks my world In a way she never did Yeah, I guess she had her reasons Oh, and I just can't fight this feeling I love her for leaving I love her for leaving Love it, dude. So that's the latest single. It's there, it's not on a record. It's just a, correct. Okay. Yep. Just a single. Uh -huh. And um, the way that we have all these new songs in 2022 and 2023 set up is that they'll kind of all tell a story. So the first one, like the wind, um, was a song about you know the the, the girl that got away, mm -hmm. uh, the girl always leaving you like the wind, and. Um, we shot a music video for Good. that one. I'm, you know what? I'm glad those girls got away because we ended <laughs> up we ended up with the right one. And that's exactly what I love her for leaving is about. Yeah, because it you know it at the time you're thinking like oh you're man, crushed my world's over you know yeah. that girl that I got the the fir my first lab with you know was, yeah like she left me and I was like well at least I got my boy Maverick yeah here yeah exactly we just cry together but good so, because you know but life, yeah it t you're you're exactly right it leads you to something way better. way better and 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 you know, what you're destined for. Mm -hmm. And it just takes a little bit of time um, mm -hmm. and, and patience and persistence. In my case, I had to convince my wife that she loved me, you know? Right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, we're great. Um, she's great. I'm very blessed, but, uh, but we you married a killer. That's what I like. I, I yeah. did. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually worried <laughs> if, I, if I ever get in the doghouse, I got to watch out. Right. Um, uh, let's do one more song as we wrap up here. And I'll let you pick between two that I like. So uh, FM eighteen eighty five. All right, I like that one a lot. And uh, and whichever one you pick, I encourage folks to go listen to the other one. Or words fly. Mm, okay, they're they're a little slower, but yeah, you know. So um, words fly was the title track to my first EP mm -hmm. that I put out right out of college. And then FM eighteen eighty five. So I haven't asked you about this. Let's let's back up for just okay. a second. So. Do you write most of your own stuff? Do you co-write? What do you? How do you describe that process? I do a lot of co-writes, uh -huh. um, and I am a writer on 
probably 90% of my own stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm getting now to where I'll, I'll cut outside songs because, you know, I can only write so much to my limitations as a songwriter, but you know, you've got a million other people that are professional songwriters, of course. you know, and they write great songs. And the one thing I've learned about putting out music and recording music is that you always record the best song, mm-hmm. no matter what. And well, I mean, how George Strait wrote, like, if you look at George Strait's catalog, he's like credited as a co-writer on a few songs. Right. Other than that, he didn't do diddly squat. Yeah, but yeah. That doesn't make George Strait any less great. Right. It just means, yeah, he didn't really write a lot of songs. Yeah. George Strait's still the king. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I love to write, but I don't have like a chip on my shoulder mm-hmm. that I need to be a writer on right. every song. I mean, as a matter of fact, I I mean, if, if it means I'm getting the best songs, I'll cut other people's songs on every record. Right. Um, so we're actually going to go in and, and cut some songs and a few of them are going to be songs that I didn't write. So, mm-hmm. but they're great songs. So I'm really excited about them. Yeah. Um, but talking about, a matter of fact, uh, words fly was not a song that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy in Nashville named Steve Bogard. Um, I reached out to him like out of the blue one day whenever I was in college and I was like, Hey man, I want to do this. And he emailed me back and, uh, he sent me words fly and I was like, all right, I'm going to cut this song. And I think maybe a year or two later I, I got to, you know, really? I put the money together and I did it. And, um, and then I released that EP in 2017. And I think four of those six songs I wrote, um, and then on my full length record that we put out in 2020, I wrote, well, we only had one cover on there. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, 13 of the 14 songs or was a writer on 13 mm-hmm. of the 14 songs. What, what about tornado tornado was, uh, myself, uh, my producer at the time, Roger Brown and another gentleman named Tommy Connors. Okay. And, um, you know, that song, <laughs> Tommy was kind of pissed because, <laughs> because we had written FM 1885 the night before. Oh, wow. Uh, and he was like, man, I wish I was on that song. And then we went on to write tornado the next day. Um, but, uh, but FM 1885 was actually Roger's idea. And we had written two other songs that same day. I mean, it was like, I was going up there for a week at a time and I would write sometimes twice a day, every Mm -hmm. single day I was there. Mm -hmm. And, um, and Roger had this idea, Jojo, she's circling. Yeah. She's mama got home and she saw her. So she got to (laughs) go. Um, we had written two songs that day. I think we wrote Hell in July and then another another one. I can't remember what it was, but uh, Roger had the idea at dinner and he was like, hey, come listen to this. And he played me a little bit of it and I was actually pretty reluctant to start writing the song because it was it's about... A, it's a tearjerker. Well, not only that, but before we constructed the story, mm-hmm. it was a dirt road song. You know, I was like, I don't want to sing about a dirt road. Mm. Um but then, like, he he kept on saying, like, hey. It's where I wrecked my first car. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, listen, man, like, if, if you can get this in your head, then I think it's going to be really good. And and I'm glad he pushed me to do that because 
it took me a minute, but I finally was like, oh man, this, you know, we could ride it like this and then it could end up like this. Mm-hmm. And it actually turned out to be one of my absolute favorite songs that's on that record and, and probably one of my favorite songs I put out. Um, so, and and we play it live every night, which is great because I have an awesome band mm-hmm. that loves to do the big jam outro at the end. Um, so why don't we play FM 1885 for the folks? Let's do it. I went out for a drive On FM 1885 I thought about a girl I knew Back when we were still in school I gave her my senior ring She gave me her everything Spent a lot of starry nights on FM eighteen eighty five. Something about this black top road grabbed hold of me and won't let go. Turn the engine off 
There's a little stand of live oak trees It always breaks my heart to see I think of everything I lost Leave flowers by that small white cross Then I take another drive On FM 1885 I'll see her on the other side Of FM 1885 And, and, you know, it's like one of those things. So, like I said, I found you randomly on Spotify. Yeah. I would love to give the range credit or some other station credit, but this is the world we live in now. Yeah. And so I'm mo- I, I, I can tell you exactly where I was mowing the yard. Okay. So I've got my headphones in. I have since pawned that off onto my son. There you go. And so now He's he mows enough. the yard. And you, some people, I tell them when I pay him, and they think that that's like sweatshop work because I pay him five bucks to mow the yard. Hey, man. Dude. You're giving him he's rent free. He's nine years old. He's five bucks. He lives here for free. That's right. And he, you feed him. Yeah. So and I still have to weed eat. So I was weed eating, you know, <laughs> or or maybe I was still mowing. Maybe the yard that's at the next time. year when he gets in the in the double digits. Maybe. May, we'll see. <laughs> you can we'll pay him see. seven bucks. But uh, so I heard tornado, and then I then you just click over. Oh, who's this? Wynn Williams, and then you find out, and then you just start listening to the catalog. Okay. And so FM uh, 1885. And words fly. All they, those were the, some of the ones I was like, "Oh, this is so great!" Um, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's take a listen to that one. Did we already play it? Maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that up to you. We'll edit this out. Um, but yeah, so became a big fan, and uh, I reached out to you and saw that you were playing basically in my backyard at Hanks. Uh, so it, it made sense to to get together, and um, we'll do it again. Next yeah, time you'll bring your guitar. I'll bring my guitar next time. But but there's no penalty. You didn't know. So. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, if you want to plug all of your your social media stuff, so folks can follow along. Yeah, I uh, I'm on you know Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter. I'm not very active on Twitter. Nobody uh, is. TikTok is a monster all on a, all on its own. Um, but YouTube start. We know we're starting to do music videos and stuff like that. So YouTube channel's great. But but your one stop shop is the website winwilliamsmusic.com. It's got all of our videos, all of our music, um, mm-hmm. you know, pictures, tour dates, merch, all sorts of stuff. So I would encourage people to go to winwilliamsmusic.com. Rock on, man. Well, like I said, I'm glad I found you randomly on Spotify, Heck and yeah. that uh, we were able to connect here, and and uh, 
you know, spread the word about your music because uh, I certainly enjoy it. Well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to, to come in and, and talk shop, man. Enjoy Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. There he goes. Wynn Williams, a real up-and-comer on the country music scene. I'm a big fan. I certainly enjoyed having him in studio. I hope you enjoyed today's uh, Thanksgiving weekend presentation. We deviated from the normal script, but we'll get back to that next week. Uh, thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Thanks to you, the listener, for being a part of SCI's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Until next time, I'm Cable Smith saying, y'all have a wonderful week in the great outdoors. He stopped loving her today. It played.